for coming to chapter on a Monday night at 10 p.m. We're going to get started and we're going to barrel through this. Um, so to start off this week, we have a, uh, another guest. Wow, we're doing well. Um, so let me know introduce him, right? So uh, today we are being joined by Ryan McCoy over here. Ryan is both a writer, a producer, and a director. Uh, yeah. Thank you. And... Um, He's been doing a bunch of cool stuff, and he's actually starting up a podcast in in, in a little bit. He'll be sure. I'll, I'm sure he'll be like telling you all about it in just in just a moment. But uh, he reached out to us to do a talk and practice kind of like what he's going to be doing on this podcast, and then opening it up for Q and A afterwards. Um, so Ryan is someone who's been working in the industry. So if you have any questions or advice or anything, he's a great person to talk to. We're very lucky to have him. So thank you, Ryan, and please take it away. Thank you. Cool. Appreciate it. Um, hey. How's everyone? Very good. Good. So, um, when I first reached out to Camilo, uh, uh, I had no idea what I was going to say or do. I literally was following the advice of Gary Vaynerchuk, who said, you know, you want to start spreading your message, offer to give a free talk somewhere. So I reached out to about 20 or 30 different universities in L.A. and Southern California, this was my first hit back. So uh, thank you, Camilo. I appreciate you guys uh, for letting me be here and just kind of get my feet wet. Um, <clears throat> the good thing is that over the last like couple weeks, ever since he came back and I was like, and he was like, oh, I want you to talk for like 45 minutes. And I was like, holy shit, like what am I, I better like figure out what I'm going to say. You know what I mean? I was just, um, just so... I've been so inspired and motivated lately to just want to share my story uh, of being an independent filmmaker, a father, uh, and a husband, um, and working and living in the city for the last decade, having high, high highs and very extreme low, low lows. And over the last year, my like kind of course shifted. Um, Last March, uh, I suffered like a major mental breakdown at the height of like, uh, you know, my production company doing very well and us like getting ready to fund and produce our first feature film together. We formed a company with um, two of my friends about three years ago, you know, finally decided to push, push all of our chips in, invest in all of our own gear and everything like that. And uh, what happened after that breakdown is I found out I was diagnosed having uh, uh, bipolar disorder and literally kind of hit the reset button on knowing who I was for the last 36 years of my life. Um, the, the, the only 36 years of my life. And through, you know, a lot of work, uh, support from my wife, my business partner, Meditation, medication, um, knowledge, learning, understanding, uh, built back up, and oh, and writing, and writing. I wrote six screenplays last year, you guys. Six that are ready to go into production. I wrote a trilogy of films in screenplay format. I want to shoot them all Lord of the Rings style all at once, you know what I mean? Like, I would just, 
I, I started to learn how to harness the way my brain worked, you know, and what came from that was ultra, ultra creative. And so after the holidays and this new year kind of got around, I just, I just had this, this thing bubbling in me that I just, I couldn't, I didn't want to sit, you know, on my message anymore. Um, I just came back from Sundance. Uh, it's my third year in a row being there. I haven't had a movie there. We just go. You want to be where the big boys are. You know, you want to play with the big boys, go where the big boys are. So we've been doing that three years, hustling, grinding. This is the third year, finally, that we're, I believe we're going to you know, reap what we've been sowing for the last three years. And it's very exciting. But what I found at Sundance this last year, I was at a movie panel, uh, uh, movie pass, the company uh, panel they had. Um, Elijah Woods there with his company, very intimate setting, kind of similar size, you know, you know, space as this. And they're talking and I'm sitting over to the side and with my business partner and they're having the exact same struggles I am. All, they, you know, they found their niche. They, you know, uh, they saw that there's, you know, they're in the horror thriller, you know, genres, and they're like, they're either super gory or, or you know, have to be PG-13 so it'll make money and sell. But they, they really believe in in a niche, you know, uh, of films, and they just want to make good stories, good stories, good, you know, storytelling. And they have Elijah Wood as the face of their company. And they're having the exact same problems I am, right? And it just kind of like, oh, like it fired in me, you know, and I told Josh, and I was like, dude, I got to say something. I spoke out. And what I started to learn just from that, just like speaking my message and just then venting my frustrations, I found that everybody in the room, everyone agreed with me. Everyone was on the same page in terms of where the industry is going. I'm talking about film industry, right? Movies, uh, not big TV. I don't want to get mixed in that. I'm talking strictly feature films here. The way th that the, the the way the market is shifting and where it's going, and with the like just massive, you know, uh, flow or trend for for what YouTube and Snapchat and Facebook and and what what you know where those companies and where those where media is going to be in 10 15 20 years the studios are 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 not innovating anymore they stopped innovating and i just can't i i, I just i refuse to look at the next generation of filmmakers that are coming up all right and not share my message with them, not try to reach out and make sure that you guys don't fall into the same pitfalls that I did, make the same mistakes, believe the same hype, you know, hear the same words. That's why I started this, you know, daily vlog to like recording my life, everything I do, putting it out there for everyone to see. Like, do you want to know what it is like to be an independent filmmaker? Like, I live it every single day of my life. Every single day. And so, I just, that's why I reached out. I wanted to reach out to you guys. I actually wanted to go quick into, that's kind of my spiel. That's pretty much all you need to know about me. Uh,
Q&A? Yeah, I would. I, I want to I want to get some like I want I this is actually like very beneficial for me. I I want to get to know like I'm trying to reach out to a generation that I don't know. I don't know what what you what film students are right now. You know what I mean? I'm 37. So we got a gap. So I want to know like I want to hear what frustrations you might have, what struggles, successes, desires, dreams, wants. Uh, real quick, let's start with who's a writer? Hand high. Like I'm a fucking writer. So put your hand down. You're not a writer. <laughs> no, you, you can put yours up. He was like this and I'm like, then you're not a writer, bro. Like I'm a motherfucking writer. Put your hand up. Okay, cool. Directors. That one I'll do what he did. <laughs> Okay, uh, producers, nice, like it, like it. Uh, actors, okay, everything else, am I missing anything? DPs? Music. Music, composer? Uh, supervision. Supervision? Yeah, music supervision. Oh, oh, okay, okay, cool. Um, okay, so that gives me a sense of the room. So, okay. Let's talk writers. Real, you, writer, correct? Yeah. What's your current screenplay you're working on? Um, I'm, well, I literally just decided this like two days ago, but I'm cool. currently working on more of a long form short. It's about 25 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, like composed of small vignettes telling the story of, um, you know, uh, modern relationships and kind of what's going on there. So it's like... It's very much new in the works, but I, I identify as a writer, but I kind of stopped myself from writing for a long period of time because I believed I couldn't do it. So, like, it's slowly getting back into it, but... Why did you believe you couldn't do it? Um, in high school, I did a lot of, like, creative writing, and I had a lot of really shitty teachers who were just... <laughs> gotcha. Who were just like, uh, this is, like, a little, like, this isn't, this isn't, like, good writing. But I'm back in it. I'm a good writer. It's fine. <laughs> okay, cool. Cool. Um, uh, I also want to, I mean, we'll... Here questions for you. If you want to sit down with Camilo and he can ask sure. questions and have like a moderated dialogue too. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever you, yeah, whatever you, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was just wondering if you could tell him like how you got your start. Like how did, how did you... It's like a professional sitting in the chairs, too, so you can sit on the chair. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, sure. oh we AI building that. I will, I will, I will. <laughs> Alex Hoggins. Right? Yes, there we go. Uh, just wondering, how did you get your start in film? What was the thing that sparked your passion for it? How did you learn to write? What, what, what got you in that world? Uh, so, uh, just, I mean, I guess pretty much like anybody that's ever been successful as a filmmaker has the same story. I just grew up always wanting to tell stories and make movies, you know? Mm -hmm. I, like, this is funny, but, like, do you guys know, like, VHS tape? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I used to tape, like, two, v two VCRs, like, play, play, record, you know? That's how I used to edit or just edit in camera, start, stop. Robert Rodriguez style and everything? No, he shot film, so, no. I've never shot film, so I just, mm -hmm. uh, I've only shot, well, I guess, uh, what is that for? Tape. Tape, yeah. Um, so I went to uh, Art Institute in Seattle for film and video there. Uh, at the end of, tail end of that, like basically last semester, the dean came to me and said, oh, I got bad news, you're not gonna graduate this semester. Like, I effed up. And I was like, we just 
met a quarter ago, so this wouldn't happen, you know, and um, so basically from that though, I got to permission from him, like carte blanche to use all the gear and equipment that I could, and so I used that opportunity to into a film festival down here in LA. I moved to Hollywood um, after a stretch of years of, you know, not being successful, not being creative. I then found my passion again, and back in like 2011, uh, basically went and made my second movie, which is called Evidence, that I wrote and produced and um, put myself in, and my wife, she's an actress, um, she was in it and we just like were this core group of people we were all working at the same bar together and uh, and then that that was the you know that was the one I like I told some people but like basically I made this movie in my backyard okay like legit like out of pocket just paying for whatever you know, balls to the walls. I know a guy who knows a guy who has a camera. I know a guy who knows a guy who has mics. I know, you know, just all this. Um, and just because, uh, actually, I watched the first Paranormal Activity, like the very first one, uh, had just come out on DVD. And I watched it. And, oh, my movie evidence is found footage style. You guys all familiar with found footage right so I, I wasn't going to win any awards I was going to like just prove that I could make a movie and I wanted to make it like the biggest movie I possibly could and if you ever see it uh, it's it's pretty big uh, it's pretty crazy um, so I did that and that got me you know tons of meetings and accolades and then and then again just like I didn't have a follow-up you know what I mean good story um, one of the meetings I took was with a very reputable, still is, management and production company. And um, I went and met with them, and they, you know, they had seen evidence of the screening, whatever, and they were like, it's so great, blah, blah, blah. And, like, Paramount's calling me at my house. I'm thinking, like, this is it, right? Like, done, you know. And he goes, so what do you have next? And I was like, well... I mean, I'm a fast writer, like, evidence too, what, I'll come up, you know what I mean? Like, look what I just did, bro. Like, like, what do you mean, what do I have next? I'll, anything you want, just, like, lay it on me. Um, and he told me something that, like, has, to this day, stuck with me, but at the time, I thought he was completely full of shit. And that was, um, uh, he goes, look, kid, even though he was, like, four years younger than me, he goes, uh... Um, you got about six months, right? You got about six months until your fire burns out. And then people are going to stop taking your phone calls and people are going to stop replying to your emails. And guess what happened? Not even six months. People stopped taking my phone calls. People stopped replying to my emails. How, how long? What was the... Nine, four, five. I mean, like, yeah. it was fat. It was like, yeah. boom, out. All of a sudden, my IMDb rating went from 254 to, like, 16,000 in a week. And I was like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, whoa, 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 whoa. What's going on here? And so I just, I, I, you know, I did write a screenplay right after that that was great. But it was, like, too late by then. And then um, just fell into family. I got married. I had my first child, um, you know. Real life happens. And, and I want to ask you, you know. I mean, how, how has it been for you uh, adapting to 
having this career while having a child and having a family, uh, that must it, it must be pretty time. It's obviously a time-consuming career. Um, but how have you been able to juggle that? And, uh, and work with that? Um, extremely supportive wife. Mm -hmm. uh, very good kid. Um, and also, um, I've learned to like kind of just find creative ways to keep my juices going, but still parenting. For example, I launched a YouTube channel last year because that's where, you know, the market's going there. So it's like, I got to learn it, you know? So I started a YouTube channel. It's called Kid in the Canyon. And they're just minute, minute and a half videos that I shoot on my iPhone and cut in iMovie and add, you know, whatever cheesy sounds and slow-mo and filters and stuff like that and titles. And I produced 52 episodes last year. And they're just like, you know, we'll go to the beach. And it's like, I'll take 10 minutes out to get the shots and get close-ups and feet walking and da -da -da, you know what I mean? Just like, I don't know, just being creative. Like, yeah, I'm a filmmaker. It's like, I'm a storyteller. It's just... You know, it's just like this inherent in me. I just like have to do it. So um, that was pretty cool. And he started to, he's, he, his imagination is very, very uh, grand. And so he started to like actually get more involved and like get excited. And then he started like, you know, playing and acting. And so um, that's one thing, you know, but then I wake up earlier than everybody else. You know, I get up at five and so sometimes earlier and then I got three four hours of like the house is quiet <laughs> so I can get three four hours of work in right. you know yeah it's it's tough mm -hmm. yeah for um, sure well uh, we're running short on time so I wanted yeah. to open up to anyone who may have questions about uh, his experiences or I want to talk to the, pro the one producer I because I love that well you, like you want to be like you're the like you producing's your 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 ish that's your I definitely, I think, like, honestly, like, there isn't really another option for me. That's, like, the only thing I love to do, and, like, the thing I know how to do best, I guess. Like, ever since I've been here, I've just been producing, like, friends' projects. I really like development, so, like, mm -hmm. being writers with the story. I, I think you should, like, triple down on that hard, because inherently in me, like, I'm just a, a natural-born leader, and just, like, and producing's weird, because it's, like, it has this title, and, like, you win the best Oscar, right? But nobody has any idea what a producer does, or there might be 17 of them on a movie, and it's, like, well, who's, who's there? So, but it is a very, like, very important thing, so that's why it was cool that there was only one person, because I love producing. I love it. Like, I love developing. I love, I love the grind. I love that, so... That was cool. I just wanted to talk to her. Oh, yeah. Uh, so does anyone have any questions that they want to ask right now? Anyone? Anything at all about... Yeah, tell them. Um, you said when you were talking originally a few times, you mentioned your message. What is your message? <clears throat> well, uh, my message is, um, I guess, this. is like, I want to build the biggest independent movie studio that's ever been dreamed of at the same time disrupting and destroying i hate to use the term because it's a little aggressive but hollywood and celebrity and what and what you know is deemed as like well that's how it is you know that's the that's the industry that's the system they're incorrect they're not innovating they're going to implode on themselves and so my message is like to try to just 
can lead young minds in my field, young, you know, innovative minds that are in my field, uh, to, to start looking in a, in a different direction, if that makes sense. Yeah? Um, do you think it's a dumb idea? I'm being 100% honest because you're like literally the first group of people I've ever really told that to. No, I was just curious. Okay, yeah. What's up? Um, so what's next? Because you talked about like not having, uh, like having a short time after you did your first um What's next? I actually have a ton of stuff lined up. This is actually something that, that can be useful to screenwriters or producers. Um, uh, I had a screenplay, you know, and, and I won't say who, you know, it's a long story of who eventually gave me the idea, but basically it was like, hey, have you thought about turning your screenplay into a graphic novel? And I first was like, oh, no, I'm a movie, screenplays, you know, and then noodle it, thought about it, researched, looked at it. Um, uh, saw that that is a way that a lot of producers get f movies made, you know, Priest was one of them. Uh, they're literally, the graphic novel wasn't even published yet, and they were already going in, into production on the movie, you know. So, um, so I turned one of mine, or am turning one of them into a graphic novel, it'll be done in June. Um, already seen the pencils and stuff like that, it's super cool, uh, artist is amazing. Uh, so there's that. Um, I'm uh, going into production probably in the next three to six months on a film called Bugs um, that we just got over Sundance, you know, the kind of the, met the right connections, made the right dots for that. So that and then daily podcasting and vlogging, I'm, I'm trying to put as much content as I can out there you know, of just documenting my, my journey and stuff like that. Uh, and we'll see what happens, you know. Five years from now, I could still, nobody still know who I am, but it doesn't matter, you know, it's like, whatever, so. Ryan, we're unfortunately out of time. No, Thank I got it. Thank you so much for coming and talking with Thanks, us. Thanks, I appreciate it, man. Uh, I have your contact info, and if